Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Kumquat Corner. I am your host, John Kumquat. Now, on this show, if you have heard this show before, you'll know. But if you haven't heard this show, I'm going to explain to you what we do. Now, a lot of times you'll have shows that veer to the left or the right. We go right down the middle, but we bring on some guests, and these guests may go to the left or the right. But we try to keep them down the middle, and we give you a tantalating topic each time. Today's topic is going to be drone strikes. Now, unmanned aerial vehicles, otherwise known as drones, are remotely controlled aircraft, which may be armed with missiles and bombs for attack missions. Now, since the World Trade Center attacks of September 11, 2001, and the subsequent war on terror, the United States has used drones to kill suspected terrorists in Pakistan, Afghanistan, Yemen, Somalia, and other countries. Now, proponents say that drones have decimated terrorist nation uh, networks abroad via precise strikes with minimal civilian casualties. They contend that, that drones are relatively inexpensive weapons and are used under proper government oversight, that their use helps prevent boots on the ground combat and makes America safer. Now, I've brought on three different pundits to give their opinions on drone strikes First, we have Shelby Townsend, who works for Halibargan. Hi, John. It's very nice to be here. And then we have Karen Sofby, who actually won the presidency of the PTA, despite not having children. Uh, yes, I have grandchildren. And with this amount of power, I just hope it doesn't interact with my quantum leap reruns at 6 p.m. And then we have Beto Rohr, who is a, a progressive candidate, actually was a progressive candidate before he dropped out. Yes, John, I am excited to be here talking about drones. I'm going to play both sides and uh, tell you why they're good and they're bad, baby. That, that's an interesting strategy, Beta. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start this out with Shelby. Shelby, give me your opinions on these drone strikes. Thank you, John. You know, I think you really uh, articulated a lot of what I was here to talk about today, which is the fact that drones are a necessary element of the war on terror and have greatly reduced our forces' risk in these uh, in, in these areas that, that require our intervention. Uh, now, Halibargan, we are very proud to be the discount manufacturers in the military industri industrial complex here. And we have supplied many of these drones to our forces, and they are able to safely and humanely deploy them, very targeted, to take out these bad guys. Hmm. So um, I, I get that. For you, war equals money, correct? Well, uh, equals feeds into is the same thing as, sure, that works. Yes. Do you have a problem with that, Karen? With the drones? With, yeah, the drones are being uh, monetized. Well, back in World War II, we used to have fighter planes. You know, my husband was a paratrooper. He would fly in the planes, and then he would jump over into Japan and France and Poland and all those different places. Now, that was very dangerous back then. And nowadays, you, you've got the remote controllies. Now, my grandson has a remote control airplane, and one time it got stuck up in a tree. 
Now, I don't know how many trees there are in Afghanistan, but I would think that I would think that they would need to be on the lookout for trees when over there. Do they have some way of figuring out if the the little helicopteries and the planes are being flown correctly over there? Yeah, I think they fly a little bit higher than the trees. Oh, oh, how high do they go? Uh, Thousands of feet in the air. My goodness. Yeah. If you had tiny little people, they could fly first class on one of those things. I bet you'd get premium airfare. Be less than $50. Why why Spirit would have a a finagle that day. Yeah, Spirit would probably still suck. All right, uh, we're going to go to Beta. Beta, give us your opinion on these drone strikes. Yeah, so I have two opinions. I have my public opinion and my private opinion, right? Because it's clear that you need to have both. You've got to have one thing where you tell the public, you know, what they want to hear, and then, but behind doors, where the real action happens, you got to have another opinion. Hillary Clinton said the same thing, right? Yeah, that didn't do her too well. It's going to work, all right? So here's my opinion. Publicly, I'm against it, okay? okay. We're, we're hurting civilians, unarmed people, but privately, it's the way to do it. You know, I, I'm looking for not to just drones, but armies full of robots controlled by people who are basically playing a video game, right? That's what we're good at these days, the U.S., is video games. So instead of having spent all this money on training boots on the ground, paying these people to have these military services, let's just teach them all how to play video games, give them their own drone, and then we're, we're set. I mean, Beta, you're absolutely right. And we've been secretly training these people uh, for decades now. You know, your Playstations, your, your Halos, your Counter-Strikes. It's like the movie Toys. Precisely. Do you remember the movie Toys? Uh, T-O-Y-Z with Robin Williams. It was an inspiration. He did a music video in the middle of that movie. For years, I thought it was David Byrne. No, Robin Williams. Yes. Classic. But he, he said you shouldn't train children to be flying little tiny planes and assassin machines because it ruined it ruined the spirit of, of, of a good life. Did he say that? I think I missed that part. I I think that may have been the Hollywood sort of message from that movie, but we all they know that we that live in the too real much world. power overcame the individual and he wound up hurting himself. His uncle was thirsty for blood and for warfare. And what did it get him? He got attacked by a sea slug. Oh, oh. So what do you say to the people that, uh, that the humanitarians, if you will, the people that have empathy, that think that it's wrong to, you know, play with other people's lives as though you're playing a video game? Because... You know, if the roles were reversed and, you know, uh, America was the one getting uh, blown up by drones. We did back in World War II. Drones? We were attacked by the Japanese. Now, when we were in World War II and we were fighting each other, this is the thing that you young people don't realize. Now, when you're fighting and you're going to war, when you see real blood and carnage, you know, my grandfather, the parent, my, my, my grandfather was also in World War II. He was also a paratrooper, along with his son, my father. You have and the strangest family. My too. husband was also a paratrooper. Now, this is what they don't tell you. They killed many, many people. They got purple hearts for it, and when they came back from war, they tried to throw away the purple hearts. Murder is not the way. 
Some Purple Hearts when you get injured in, yes, in war? Yes, that's exactly right. Yes, exactly. all three of them got injured while murdering people. Ah, well, oh, yes. Okay. Well, as a, as a part of a military family, you understand better than anyone that war is hell, <laughs> you know? And But we, there's a reason we call it war games as well. You know, you're, you have one force over it's here and one force over here. It's not a Matthew Broderick movie. This is real uh, life. Also, classic classic film right there. But there, warfare has evolved, you know? The enemy has evolved. We have evolved alongside of it, and we just happen to be at the top of the barrel right now, thanks to companies like Halibargain. You guys are very, very welcome. I feel like that was a commercial following that. So it, it wasn't? We're here to make war clean. As clean as possible. Keeping the blood from your hands. <laughs> hey, and the beanie. savings in your pocket. Beanie, I see you over there looking at your notes. Beanie, what do you have to say? I just want to say that, you know, this is, drones aren't a new thing. We've been doing this, well, not we as U.S., but the first recorded one was July 15th, 1849, when the Habsburg Austrian Empire launched 200 pilot balloons armed with bombs against the revolution-minded citizens of Venice. So it's been over 150 years since we've been using drones. Well, you know, now you're going to say, well, electronically. Okay, I'll give that to you. Electronically controlled military drones traces back to its origins of 1930s when the British Royal Navy developed the Queen Bee. This isn't new. Privately, opinions of people in power have been using this war tactic for a long time. Yeah, it's just a lot more precise now. Precisely. Precisely. Well done, well done. Thanks. But it's, yeah, it's a lot more killing that word before. It's like if you throw a bunch of balloons up in the air with bombs on it, you don't know the accuracy. You don't know what it's going to hit. Now you know that you're, you know, you know exactly what you're hitting. Uh, but the problem is you don't know the, if there are civilians down there. Like, because it's, you know, you're so high up in the air, you don't know who's, you just see dots. You don't know if that dot is a child or an insurgent. Well, it's dots combined with military intelligence as well. You know, we, we have some of the, the most brilliant uh, spies. Facial recognition. And, uh, well, certainly facial recognition, heat map, uh, sensors. Um, How much money do you make from these helicopters? I don't make money directly off the sale of helicopters. I just have a very generous stipend from Halibargain. Uh, but as you said, we have to rely on the best information that we have, and that's what we're going into these zones with. I mean, do mistakes happen in war? Obviously. But they happen with or without the tools that we use now. You know, when we're boots on the ground, you think civilian casualties don't happen then? I mean, uh, certainly they, they do. do. Yes. It's so just this more widespread in the drone. Well, it depends on what you view as, you know, boots on the ground versus drone strikes. I mean, we're talking about saving American lives, taking out dangerous terrorist networks, and keeping these regions safe and profitable. You know, back in Vietnam, there was this thing called Agent Orange. Now, if Agent Orange was spread over the area, sometimes they would be off by one or two degrees, and dealing with the weather and the wind blowing, it would come back onto our own soldiers. They wound up getting injured, or uh, they would have cancer later in their lives. And who's to say that one of these helicopters or planes is exploding bombs onto an area? And our boys, 
in blue, oh, army fatigues uh, a couple miles away. What, what happens if we're off by a degree or two and then they get blasted with some kind of poisonous gas? Well, we're not using chemical get... weapons here. We're not trying to, you know, violate the Geneva Convention. <laughs> well, who's to say that they aren't chemical? I mean, isn't everything chemical if you think about it? You create a bomb that's made out of chemicals. I don't know about you, but I took a science class one time in elementary school and in high school, and I even went to college. You bitch. Are you really worried about, you know, dihydrogen monoxide, for example? Uh, uh, yes. That's water. That, yeah. That's what, yes, that's we're, what water is called. We're made of, what, 96% of water? That's true. Yes. That's very true. Yes, and water combined with other chemicals can create an explosion. I will give this to Shelby. Um, you know, civilians do get killed without drone attacks on accident, too, and you brought up Vietnam War. What about the My Lai Massacre? We killed plenty of young people and women who had nothing to do with the war. So it happens on both sides. But on the other end, we have the drone papers, right? And the David Hale showed us uh, innocent lives being killed by the Pentagon and people in charge. And, you know, I support whistleblowers until I am in office, and then I will prosecute you because that's just how it goes. I'm sorry, you know, you can't go against the government when certain people are in charge. Certain people like, like you, Like Santa. me, who are morally and ethically trying to do the right thing. With your two sides of your opinions, your public and private. That, that is just a part of being a politician. Mm. Uh, usually they keep that part hidden. You see, I like to just be honest. See, I'm very transparent, and yeah. I think people appreciate that. Bino here seems to be a Gemini, if I were to guess a Zodiac. That's a bullshit. Is that, is, that, is that correct, Bino? June 14th, my birthday. You are correct. All right. Yeah, that sounds about right. So um, it's no wonder why your uh, candidacy did not work out too well. You, you, you got to learn a little bit more about um, uh, this policies and diplomacy when it comes to politics. You, You're telling me to lie? I don't lie. No, I mean, I'm not telling you to lie. I'm just uh, saying that if you come off as, you know, two-faced as you do, I don't think it's going to work out. Well, I got to do what's best for the country. If that means drone strikes, if that means locking up whistleblowers, they're good, though. Don't get me wrong. I like whistleblowers right now. Just as long as you're not in charge. Just not when I'm in charge and making me look bad, okay? Exactly. Just know, you got to know what side you're on. Okay, are you on the good guy side or are you on the bad guy side? But you are on both sides, correct? No, I'm on the good guy side. I just sometimes don't play the game completely cleanly because that's not how you get ahead. So you're a good guy that sometimes doubles on the bad side to get yourself ahead. Perfect. He would be the Henry if he were in Goodfellas. He works for both sides. Whatever which one gets him the most money and the most freedom, he's going to snitch. He's going to snitch because he's a little bitch. Karen, you've got great taste in movies. I have pop culture references up the wazoo. My grandchildren, they got me a Netflix subscription and Disney+. Plus. I have to say, they're great. Yeah, they're giving you a lot of material for this show. Oh, you just wait. I've got more. So, I, if I get this straight... You are, Shelby, you are for drone strikes. Correct? Absolutely. Now, now, if you did not work for Holly Bargain, would you be for drone strikes? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yes? The, yes. A little hesitation there. Uh, no, 
Ooh. I'm pretty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Are you sure. sure. Yeah. Positive. Sure. Fine. Yeah. I, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Karen? Well, I'm a lady. I. Okay. Beta. Would I be? So you are. Yeah. If you like, if say, if the roles were reversed and um, the United States weren't at the near the top of the military game, and there were other uh, countries that had drones that could strike USA at any moment, wherever you know, all across the country, would you still be for drone strikes? I would not be for drone strikes. I would say, don't do that. That is illegal warfare. Uh, you should play evenly with us. But because. Uh, the United States. And we're the so good guys. Okay. So we're going to do the right thing. So we get to do whatever we want. So you're okay with drone strikes as, as long as the United States is behind them? That is the future. Because if we don't do it, someone else is going to do it. Before you know it, it's going to be Terminator 3 out there. We're going to have robots running around killing each other. And we better have some kids good at good video games and controlling things because that's the future. We need a Sarah Connor. So you want to put, like, a, you know, find a fourth grader. Give them uh, each their own robot that has, I don't know. train them up. Yes. Create a Sarah Connor for the future impending. Well, keep an eye out for 2021 because Halliburton and Boston Dynamics are making a very exciting partnership. I can't tell you too much right now, but, oh, I'm just spinning. You are very excited about death. I'm very excited about death. Oh, okay, Karen. Yes, I'm here. Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, if there was a movie that was made that uh, had the United States getting stricken by drones all over, the say they were hitting Idaho and Kansas and Mississippi and, you know, wherever they were hit, w- would you be okay with that plot? Orson Welles once made a broadcast called War of the Worlds. I, I heard it. And heard it essentially dealt with the same thing, except it was aliens. No, so, the, so not the same thing? But very close, because the aliens were coming in and attacking innocent human beings for no given reason. I, I believe that we as humans are neither good nor bad. It's like Greek mythology. Every god was somewhat evil, yet somewhat apathetic and empathetic. Now, you take that and you realize that we have made mistakes in the past and we need to look toward the future and and make up for what we have done. If Hiroshima has taught us anything, that a large-scale bomb and destroying the lives of innocent people, that had a true effect on us. And we even apologize after the bombing attacks. We realize what we had done was terrible. And the Japanese had given up because they realized that such great power they couldn't defend themselves against. And the war was essentially over. Now, you take these miniature bombs and these miniature scale attackings, they add up to one great big thing. And that big thing is how many people have we heard along the way that were innocent. War is complicated. Life is complicated. We have to find roughly the greater good than the greater bad. I'm not saying that drones are necessarily the worst thing in the world. I mean, look at meat jello. We created that in the past, and that's Excuse disgusting. Me? Meat jello. You ever have jello with meat in it? It's an aspic. No, I, no. I would say that's, I no. would say that, and walnuts are disgusting. I would have I would have drones all day over those two. But at the same time, you want to make the world a better place and. 
You gotta find the even ground. Meat Jello. Meat Jello. Look it up. Look up a fifties ad with Meat Jello. I'd rather not. It's the weirdest thing in the world. It's... I used to make it. I can't excuse that. I I can I can forgive myself, but I can't forget. I I wouldn't be able to forget either. All right, so we're gonna try to get back on topic here uh, and leave the meat jello in the fridge where it belongs and throw it out. Just oh, throw, just it, throw out. it throw it straight in the trash. Just meat jello. Just meat throw it jello. In the trash. Look it and up. Is there a specific kind of meat? I'm actually I'm kind of hot dog jello. Hot dog. Look up hot dog jello. It's a real thing. I don't want to. No. All right. Um, Green jello with hot dogs in it. You're not making it any better. That's and pickled bologna. Never eating at your place. Never. Okay. Well, it's better so, now. I'm saying that was the past. Yeah. I've learned gonna, from my mistakes. Yeah, we're gonna keep that in the past and just not bring that to light ever again. Because I don't think I, I think we might have lost some listeners um, due to meat jello. Uh, they might be in the Look bathroom. it up, Meat uh, Jello. I don't want to. I don't, and I, I wouldn't advise any of the listeners to look up Meat Jello either. Uh, it's kind of like looking up a blue waffle, and you don't want to do that. All right, so, Shelby. Yes. So, okay. So, you're for drone strikes. Yes. But you're, you're kind of, you're a little hesitant when it comes to drone strikes if it were the U.S. being hit by drones. Well, when you were talking about films, what I immediately went to was Red Dawn, where the communists... The remake or the... Well, both, truly, but let's let's stick with the OG. Um, And and that was defending ourselves, a scrappy band of Kansas kids, maybe? Michiganders? Wolverines. It was Wolverines. I remember that much. Uh, But they had to defend themselves against this omnipresent, uh, you know, invading force. People were paratrooping in, much like uh, Karen's ancestors over here onto the ground. And then they had to do sort of a, if I recall, uh, like a Home Alone sort of booby trap set of of, of, of defense against uh, the invading forces. And what I want to bring together, uh, we have the, the horrors, but ultimately the, the hallmark of World War II, which was Hiroshima. Um, and then we have these, uh, these drone strikes. What if we just kind of combined them all and found this way where the people that we're attacking with these drones realize that they're not going to win. <laughs> they're not going to be able to get away from what we have. Uh, and they, they just band together. But instead of trying to fight us, they just work with us and help us root out these terrorists. But in Vietnam... They dug vast tunnel systems, so we need to create drones that could go underground and find these guys because they could hide. You oh. know, Vietnam, there's jungles out there and stuff like that. So, so. mole drones? Whatever that's a, works. That's that, a wonderful, wonderful branding strategy, right? Mole drones. Mole drones. Do you mind so, if I do you mind if I bring that back to the office? Uh, sure. Thank whatever. you. Thank you so much. Do you want credit for it? Uh, I, I can I, give you credit for it. You know, we can put your name right on there. No, okay, I, John uh, Kumquat Small Drones. I yeah. don't want killed name fifty million people. Yeah, and counting. No, I, they I'd still have landmines in Belgium, so yeah. I don't know about that. You uh, could be the next Oppenheimer. No, I'm I'm good being John Kumquat. Look upon ye works. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I'm okay with uh, being John John Kumquat. Uh, the name is not synonymous with death, and I'd rather keep it that way. Um, but you know, you're no fun. Halliburton can, you know, they can sell death at a discount. 
know, death at a discount. Hala bargain. It's, it's a slogan. It's another slogan. Yeah. Another You're just slogan. on fire. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I, it's. I mean, it, it, it's kind of easy when it deals with the death and destruction. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah. just rolls off the tongue. It does. It's beautiful. I got a pretty good plan I'd like to roll out. Uh, as you know, when I do run again, you know, I want to help everybody, right? So I'm thinking government kicks Jeff Bezos off Amazon, controls Amazon as a government-ran enterprise, and then we will deliver drones to every single U.S. citizen. So you have drones delivering drones? Exactly. Oh. And so a drone-by-drone service. I want to arm everybody in the U.S., you know. So this will be a bipartisan uh, thing because I'm a Democrat. I'll run as a Democrat. And then I know my uh, counterparts on the right side will definitely want more weapons. You know, we want to... We do not want a uh, ruler who is authoritarian or controlling us. And you know what? You know what I'm going to do when I am president, though? I am going to control everybody because I'm going to have my huge own army of drones controlling the mass population in my own country. Isn't that how the purge started? Uh, I watched that one last night. It was a good one. The movie or the TV show? The movie. There's a TV show? Holy smokes. Get me the Hulu now. Yes, there's a TV show. There's no drones in the show, but, you know. But essentially, we've weaponized each and every American to be scared and hurt others if they want to. Well, we are a couple steps away from weaponizing every American. We're a couple steps away from civil war. That's true, too. But how do we stop the bad guys? Giving the good guys weapons and drones. Maybe their own robot-killing weapon. An eye for an eye leaves one man with one eye at the very end. And that might right. be American. Okay, so we're going to take a last word on, um, on this topic of drone strikes. We're going to start over here with Beta. Beta, give me your last word on drone strikes. Final thought. You good American people, you have to trust me with everything that you have. Keep going on with your daily lives and just trust the good guy, me, Beta Roar. I will hand you cl- drones, clones if I have to, uh, but I will arm you, and then once I become president, I'm going to take all those things away because I need you, to control you. You may not want to reveal your secrets. like out. People want honesty. When I've been yeah, polling people, okay. they're looking for transparency is what I heard. Yeah, but if, you know, you're... Uh if you meet a girl and, you know, and she's at the bar and she's like, hey, want to make out? I have herpes, but you want to make out? You know, you're... Look, you're thinking at the old playbook, the old political playbook. Did you not see the last election and what won? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, the you guy can... that has lied a record amount of times. It works. It works. Okay. Yes. This is a political game. And I am no bard or whatever that saying is. I'm taking the gloves off. And I am heavy fighting. I'm going to throw a right hook. And if you're there to get hit, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. All right, Karen, your last thought, your final thoughts. You know, in North Korea, a lot of the people who live there don't know any better. They follow the regulations of their leaders because they have no outside source. I think it's the same in many countries outside the U.S. We're fortunate in that we have a wide range of information to go with. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that we should constantly discipline others because they don't follow the same way we feel or we do things. We have to realize that they have a whole other way of thinking and doing things. So maybe hurting others isn't the way to go, but understanding the way they do things. And perhaps information is the actual key to success and how to defeat the so-called bad guys. 
They're not necessarily bad. They're just confused or misinformed. And we as Americans tend to do that as well. So I think if we can go underground, as one would say, and dig deep and see what the real lying factor is instead of flying overhead and just dropping bombs all willy-nilly with our helicopters. Well, that was, um, besides the helicopters, that was actually a really, really great final thought. I was pleasantly surprised, Karen. Thank you. Thank you. And Tonight good. I'm watching the movie Willow. Have oh, you ever seen Willow? I was just talking about Willow yesterday. It Warwick is a Davis. fantastic film. And Warwick I, Davis yes. is a little wizard. Yes, he is. And Val Kilmer, oh, he's hot. Yeah, uh, he got, he, yeah, okay. All right, and final thought for this topic with Shelby Thompson. Thank you, John. You know, drones, <laughs> have they killed thousands of innocent civilians? Yes. Sure. Uh, have they alienated our allied governments? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, whatever. Have they made children afraid of cloudless days? Yes. Okay, a little bit here. But what's the alternative? Yeah. Not being in an endless war? <laughs> it's not going to happen. You know, this is the cheapest, the safest for our troops way to continue to defend our interests in the region. And for all of those needs, you know where to go. Say it with me, everyone. Have a bargain. Maya Kroger. All right. All right, so we are going to close this topic out on drone strikes. Thank you for listening to the Kumquat Corner. Join us next time where we will have another titillating topic for you to debate and discuss on the Kumquat Corner. <laughs> Everybody's coming to the Everybody's coming to the